I'm Brian Bolio, CEO and Chief Economist for ITR Economics, and welcome to this edition of Trends Talk. We're dealing with an update on the uh, impact of the war uh, in the Ukraine. It always makes me pause because we have to deal with the economics of it, and we all know that there's a tremendous human tragedy going on uh, that didn't need to occur. Um, we can't speak to that. We have the same feelings as everybody else, but you're here because we provide economic analysis, not societal humanitarian analysis. So we're just going to speak to the economics of what's going on. And so far, the U.S. remains relatively untouched by this, except for the inflationary aspect, which I'll deal with in just a moment. But crucial to maintaining our soft landing scenario in 22-23, despite what's going on in the war, are several key factors. One is, since February 24th, we've been very closely monitoring how the consumer is faring. We're using the uh, Johnson Red Book data that looks at weekly activity, and that is still in trend. We're looking at the stock market, which is um, really holding up well um, with all this going on. We had the, the correction going on before the war began. The market tends to rally on the sign of cannons. So we're trying to digest exactly how much of this is real economics, how much of it is the cannons. Um, but we can say that it's not careening downward, which would be very detrimental to our soft landing forecast and for most of our businesses. We're seeing that interest rates are not behaving in a very squirrely manner. Uh, the yield curve um, is steepening, which is good. Uh, it's the inverse yield curve or flattening of the yield curve till it goes inverse. That is a danger side for the economy. Uh, long bonds are up and they're likely padding the delta uh, between what the marketplace is indicating interest rates should be and what the Federal Reserve is going to be. So that that's a normal uh, relationship going on there. But it's the, it's the inflation quotient that is the or abnormality so far. We ran the analysis, I mean, these, we did something different for ITR. We ran a wartime forecast for oil, um, copper, and other commodities. And these forecasts are only gonna be in, in in place for as long as the war continues to impact people's expectations, um, drives the headlines, et cetera. When the war is no longer an issue, either because the war has ended or because it's turned into the Russian equivalent of Afghanistan, that we're gonna find that more normal economic relationships return. War disrupts those relationships. So far, it's key that, that those relationships vis-a-vis -vis the consumer haven't been disrupted. But for energy, they have been. And we want to know if these higher energy prices, are they going to hurt retail sales? Uh, these higher interest rates, are they going to hurt housing, home prices? Taking that step by step, um, in terms of these high gasoline prices, and while everybody's talking about them, so far, they're not changing the retail sales trends. Indeed, if you look back over history, which is what we tend to do, we see that it can alter the slope of the rise, but it doesn't turn the rise into decline. And we've been looking at an altered slope to rise, which means the question then becomes, are we going to have uh, you know, the flattening that we saw or the milder slope 
become a little bit milder because of these high energy prices? Yeah, we think so. But that doesn't mean it turns into a hard landing. As long as that consumer is driving retail sales up higher, it indicates overall consumption continues to go up. In terms of the interest rate increases going on, not enough is likely, in our opinion, in terms of interest rate rise to really um, push down on housing starts. We're looking at a very modest rising trend for 2022 because of pricing. But the prices, by the way, aren't high enough in and of themselves to freeze that market, stop it from rising. Because we looked at home pricing, mortgages actually as a percent of disposable personal income, they're very favorable numbers right now. And housing prices are likely to continue to rise. We looked at home prices uh, existing and new median prices in relation to interest rates and other things like energy prices. And it's not likely going to knock that rising trend back into a declining trend or even a flat trend for any appreciable time. It's a slower rate of rise, which is again consistent with what we saw coming. So it's not clear that the war in Ukraine is having any impact on our economy. Uh, nothing that we need to worry about at this time. The higher inflation is going to be something that we all are going to have to contend with. In the near term, it looks like labor rates that we're paying aren't quite keeping up with these very high rates of inflation, unless you're giving out something greater than an 8% inflation rate. But if you do an 8% COLA to your people, it's because you're responding to these current very high rates. And as oil comes back down, as the war um, becomes less of an issue, and it's certainly given the supply chain improvements that we're seeing. And I, I know there's still COVID out there. I know that shipments going into Russia are still complicated because of the sanctions, et cetera. But overall shipments are moving better. The supply chain shipments are moving better than they had been a year ago, six months ago. It's a step in the right direction. And all of that means under normal economic circumstances, we're going to have disinflation. These inflation rates are going to be coming down. So we don't need to be giving 8% COLAs out left and right. You know, you have to look at the average over the time, maybe if you do it based on the rearview mirror or what the average is going to be going forward. We have a disinflation low out there in 2023 that's very similar to what we had before the war at around 2.5%, was 2.25% before. So very similar. And then we're into the next round of inflation. This inflation is here to stay. It's just going to be happening at varying levels. We're already seeing some of the disinflation, by the way, in terms of uh, food products, which is very encouraging because that hits people very directly. So overall, expect oil to remain high. It's going to remain in that 105 to 115, maybe 120 range. Uh, for 2022 is our expectation, unless the war ends. Inflation is going to remain above where we previously expected it to be by a couple of percentage points until we get into that disinflation in 2023. But through it all, history tells us, given that, uh, that incomes are rising, nominal and real will get caught up. Um, people, anybody who wants a job can have a job. Saving levels are good. They're not stupid group, but they're still good. Business liquidity is high. The B2B sector looks like it's doing well. We're monitoring all these things, but so far it's steady as she goes in terms of our soft landing forecast, despite the events going on um, in Ukraine.
So keep on keeping on pick, figure out how you're going to pass through the cost increases because they're real. But also have this slow growth mode in mind rather than anything else. Um, these interest rates are higher, right? We got a 10 year bond yield at about 2.3%, but when inflation's running near 8%, it's still a negative interest rate. And we just talked about that in a webinar yesterday. But there's still so many things going right within the economy that I think it'd be a mistake unless to assume otherwise, unless this war is going to expand beyond um, the one country, um, if we went into Poland, it would be a, such a different ball game. If they started using nukes, it would be a, a totally different ball game. Also, in terms of the economic impact, let alone the human devastation. But we're not there. We don't know if we're going to go there. No one does. So knowing what we have in front of us, you should plan on growth. It's probably going to surprise you that we're this resilient in our economy. It's going to be different, slower, more difficult than Germany and other parts of Europe because they have much closer ties to that situation. We don't. The main angst for us are semiconductor chips and the neon um, that we, the world was getting out of Ukraine economic system. So it's not like there's no problems involved here, but that's not enough to take us down. I hope this has been helpful. I'm Brian Volio. ITR Economics. See you next time.